I tell people I went out to Oregon uh, one year with one of our mutual friends and I tried coffee out there and it was the first time where I tasted all of the actual flavor notes in the coffee and they were so vibrant and so almost literally tangible like on my tongue I could taste exactly what was written on the bag that I was like oh my gosh this is amazing. I would say ever since then it's challenged me to try to replicate that in my own home. Hello and welcome to God is a Dad podcast. Today on this bonus chat, we're going to have a little bit different conversation than we usually do. Last episode, we talked about energy, what to do as parents when we feel like we don't have enough energy for our kids to give them all the things that we need. And we talked a lot about you know perspectives and attitudes that go into that. But today we thought we spent a little bit of time talking about a little bit simpler, quicker fix, which is coffee. Jake this year, as part of his New Year resolution, has been trying a different coffee every week and has kind of evolved into sort of a coffee expert, one might say even a coffee snob. Uh, (laughs) So we thought we'd clear the runway for him to allow him to talk about some of the stuff he's learned and kind of give a little bit of a guide. If you would like to enjoy your coffee more, uh, he's going to kind of lay out the way you can do that. Whether you're kind of a novice or intro level coffee person, you're a medium level coffee person, or you're looking for kind of the high end third wave coffee experience, uh, he kind of gives some practical tips for all different levels. So you can hopefully enjoy your coffee a little bit more while also receiving the energy benefits as well. Hope you enjoy it and hope you enjoy your coffee a little bit more from it. Well, the other way to have energy is to drink coffee, and we know pretty much every, everybody does. So, Jake, being Jake the resident fun. connoisseur. Yeah, we really like coffee. I drink probably just two cups a day, uh, on on average. We, uh, we're, we're Skyping right now, so I'll show, I'll show you guys. But we got a new espresso machine, so... Ooh. What what used to be like two cups on average is now like three, probably. It, it's getting closer to three, uh, just because it's pretty fun to play with the espresso machine. It's been great so far. But anyways, to improve your your coffee drinking, if you so desire, uh, I would recommend this process. Uh, go to a coffee shop that you have ar- just around. Uh, local coffee shop make sure they roast their their own beans that's typically a good indicator or at least a good starting off point if it's going to be like actual quality coffee that that's not always the case for sure that there's a lot of bad local roasters but in terms of just upping your your coffee game it's a good just initial first step to break away from like the starbucks or or I don't know, even like the Folgers or whatever coffee you're picking up at the at the grocery store. It's a good first step to just branch out. So I would say this: go to your local coffee shop, get their get their beans, ask for a pour over of of some type, and if you get their pour over and you think it significantly is better and you actually enjoy it more than your everyday cup of coffee however you make it whether it's like Keurig or a drip if you think it's better than that and you're like wow this will actually change my life if I drink this then I would say go through with the next steps that I'll say but if you can't tell the difference and if you don't 
if you don't enjoy it, then yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. It, it's great. So <laughs> that would be my 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 premise. As as if you if you, if you genuinely can't tell the difference uh, with a good pour over from a good bean, if that doesn't like alter your perception of coffee, then yeah, like the the rest of what I give you just won't make a difference. But and, and that's totally fine. Is that just do you think that's possible for someone to go to a, a real coffee place, drink a real cup of coffee with fresh beans, and be like, nah, it's pretty much the same as my tin of Folgers is that really could that I I mean like like I'll I'll make a cup of coffee for Adrian's parents and they they don't comment on it you know it Mm. it doesn't like register to them they're like oh this this is really good coffee and then we Mm. go to their place and you know they have Maxwell and they you know they make it through their auto dripper and it's super burnt, super black, and they're like, "Oh, this is a pretty good cup of coffee," you know. <laughs> so, well, like, sure. I, I well, think for some people that they just don't, yeah, yeah, they they just don't know, and and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Or you know that that that's not on their radar that it could be significantly. I think it's more likely that somebody who drinks Folgers would like it less. Right, yeah, and maybe mm. that that would be the case too. So if you do that and you like it less, then yeah, do not. It would not be worth your time or your money to do the following steps. So if you go to your local coffee shop with fresh beans, good beans, you get a pour over, and you're like, "Wow, this is actually really good coffee." I would like to try to replicate this at my home. Then I, I say buy. It'll be a decent investment, like probably a hundred to a hundred fifty dollars to to get you started. What? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, do do you think that's more expensive or or less? I think it's way more expensive. I I think I think you you could start off with this and and you'll be fine. I'm very interested to hear what you're. Yeah. I think if you, if you have zero of these products, and, and probably at least you'll you'll at least have like a, a kettle, right? Most people will have a kettle, so that they won't have to invest. But but even if they did, uh, it would be probably a hundred to one hundred fifty dollars. So the first thing that you would buy would be a Kalita Wave dripper. So it's just a pretty simple manual dripper. You put a filter in it, you put the coffee in it, and you basically just run water through it, and it'll it'll drip down. Uh, there are other manual pour over drippers that you can have, but the Kalita is probably the the safest for beginners. The quality that you get consistently is is pretty good. You think it's better than a V sixty? Uh, no, I, but like, for a beginner, I I think it's perfect. Because you, you don't really have to have the pouring technique that you have to sort of master with the V60. Uh, because the to, to get a little nerdy, the, the Kalita Wave has a flat dripping bed. And so you don't have to be as precise with the way that you pour it. Whereas the V60 has a conical dripping bed. And so you have to be a little more nuanced with your flow rate and how much water is going through. Uh, at a certain time, so the the Kalita will give you a more consistent cup of coffee without having to like master a certain technique 
So I would say buy a Kalita. That's about $25, $30 if you include the, the filters. Do a, a scale. So in order to up your coffee game, uh, you want to make sure you basically want to follow a recipe. And the best way to follow a recipe is to know exactly how much coffee you are using and how much water is going through that coffee. So the more precise you can be, the more consistent you can be. And so that's what you want. You, you want to have rep- replication every time you're making a cup of coffee because you want it to be good. Get a scale. That way you can measure out your beans every time you're, you're making, it, making it a cup and you want to measure out your water. So the Kalita is 25. A scale would be about 20, 20 bucks. You don't really need like a fancy scale. And then the last thing that you would need to get would be a good burr grinder. I would suggest uh, to avoid buying like any of the blade grinders. Uh, they're pretty inconsistent with the type of uh, grind that you get from them. So if you just dump your beans into a blade grinder and just grind it for 10 seconds and then just open it up you'll see you'll see pretty big pieces you'll you'll see pretty fine pieces and that's not going to going to get you a consistent cup of coffee the the way a burr grinder works is that it's just two burrs uh rotating in opposite directions and then they they crush the beans and the, the, the space between the birds are consistent all the way around. It, it's the same distance. And so that's how you get the, the consistent uh, grind size uh, with the burr grinder. And so an entry-level burr grinder would be $40, $50. You, you can buy a Mr. Coffee uh, burr grinder, and the, those are pretty cheap. So with the Kalita, with the scale, with the burr grinder, uh, if you want, you can get a kettle if, if you don't have one, and those would be like $25, $30. So uh, I think with all of all of that, just the equipment without the coffee, it would be around $100 to $150. I forgot so, about the grinder. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's the, the right. purchase. So that, that's the level of investment if you go into it. You get that pour over from your local coffee shop and you're like, man, this is actually good. I would want this to be a part of my life. Then, yeah, $150 for that initial investment. And then the the key would be to buy freshly roasted beans uh, always. So whether that be from a local coffee shop, there's plenty of shops that you can go to online plenty of like subscription websites that will send you coffee from different coffee shops and that can get pretty pricey over the long term Uh, i think we probably go through a 12 ounce bag a week and so that's like 15 to to 20 dollars so that that's going to be the the most financial investment that you'll have (laughs) is just can it's just being willing to buy a fifteen to twenty dollar bag every week or every other week, depending on how often you drink it. So, I mean, if we're talking about just coffee from a pure energy standpoint, if you're just doing it to get the caffeine, then yeah, probably all all of that. What I everything that I just said, you you probably 
can ignore. But if you're actually going into coffee because you enjoy the taste too, then yeah, the, I, I would highly recommend that route. I, I think a lot of people probably have like a French press and, and that's a really good starting point as well. Uh, my only problem with the French press is that I, it's just pretty inconsistent for me, uh, especially with the type of beans. Uh, you, you just have to like change change up your recipe uh, with like every bag, at least for, from my end. And so it's really hard for me to get like a consistent French press that I like. And so I feel like the, especially with the pour over with the Kalita, uh, it's a little more consistent. But, so what's, what's some, what have you learned most about coffee or your tasting coffee these first f- four plus months of almost five months of, do you try a different bean every week? Is that what it is? Uh, yes. Yeah. To be honest, I haven't really challenged myself in the type of beans that we get. And so a lot of our beans we're actually getting from we we really like the African beans, the Eastern African beans. So more so from like Ethiopia, Kenya, the those type of beans. Oh, the yeah. flavor profile is pretty consistent. Yeah, um, they're pretty they're pretty similar. Um that they're they're a lot prettier. Uh, the Kenyan beans recently have been more ci- citrusy, and so we tend to be more towards on the on the light roast on more of the sweet, fruity, juicy taste profiles. So we we haven't really like branched out and like challenged our- ourselves. Like I've gotten a couple coffees from we we got a coffee from India, which isn't like a super popular bean uh origin so you you don't really see a lot of india coffees uh so that was that was interesting but not like a bean i would probably go back to it was a little more like chocolatey a little earthier which were not those type of coffees don't really excite me a lot of like the south american coffees are are earthier uh more smoky uh you'll have more the chocolate profiles so uh, not not every South American uh, coffee, but like the the majority of the ones that you'll get will be from like Brazil or like Guatemala, Costa Rica. Guatemala is actually coming out with some pretty interesting coffees that they're they're getting to be a little more on the fruity side. Here's my question: I do all that, right? I've got all the stuff, and this is something that I usually I feel like I'm a pretty performance driven person, just typically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like with my level of coffee skill right now, I am content uh, with where I'm at. Right. Um, like, I, you know, I follow a recipe sometimes. You know, I buy nice beans sometimes. And I think I'm okay with it. But what would you say would be the next step if I wanted to? I feel like I'm more with scotch or whiskey. I'm much more to where, like, you are with this and i think that in terms of like coffee like i'm excited about exploring different scotches i'm excited about exploring different bourbons but i'm not excited necessarily about doing it with coffee because it's so utilitarian in my life what do you think i need to do to want that what what do you mean by so coffee is more 
coffee's more just like I wake up and I like it to be okay, but yeah. I'm not necessarily looking for. I'm not looking to spend five minutes grinding, weighing, pouring. But but I mean you you do do that. I mean if you're using a French press, you're you're taking that much time. Well, I grind it on the same thing. I, right. I like have a setting. Yeah, sure. I, I don't weigh. Like in the morning, I just like just give me coffee. Right. Yeah, and, and that's fun. I would say like what. If your expectation is to just like, man, I just need a cup to get me through the day, and that sounds like it's more just like for the sake of caffeine or even yeah. just for the sake of of routine, then yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. It just doesn't sound like you want it, and that's perfectly fine. I, I would sell me, make me, make me you. I, I mean, I I don't think I can, you know, and and I think that's like the part of the stigma against like third wave coffee or even even describing it as third wave co- third wave coffee is that it sounds like pretty pretentious and it sounds you know a lot like coffee snobbery and so i would say if you want to be like if, if you want to have the experience of something new on a weekly basis or you know every other week or something with a new bag of beans, then then go for it, you know? And it'll be really fun. It'll be really enjoyable because the, the diversity of the flavors and coffee is just so wide-ranging. That's the selling part right there for me. Yeah. And so if you're actually intrigued by, like, the depth of of what coffee could provide, then I would say go for it. Because it, it is fun. It, it's a fun science for me to, when I get a new bag. I'm trying to figure out how can I maximize the taste in this bag. And so for me, that's that's what keeps me coming back. So I, I, wa- I want to taste something new every day. And if you don't want that, if you just want a cup of coffee to, to wake you up and to just have the routine of drinking a cup of coffee, then that's, that's awesome. Uh, I so- love that. So my, my argument is I would say like I make coffee good enough, like good enough. And it doesn't really intrigue me that much because I've had like maybe I would say like three different flavor profiles where like when I have beer, I'm like, oh man, a hazy IPA versus like a double IPA or even like an American a parallel versus an IPA, you know, like versus a session. That's all within one category of beer, and uh, those mm-hmm. are all vastly different. Right. Coffee. If you can sell me on the argument that coffee is as diverse, that's what would sell me. Because right now, I think there's like when I see coffee, I see a discrepancy between Maxwell and Folgers and caring just a tiny bit. Like, if you care just a tiny bit, like what you're describing, I think you can make a vastly improved cup oh, yeah. of coffee for, n- for, sure. for really, like, almost no cost. Like, just buy a different bean, and you're you're already to that, like, B level of coffee. Yeah. What I'm saying, or what I think in my experience is, is that the difference between B and A is, like, noticeable, but once you're at the A level, there's not enough where I haven't experienced enough to keep me coming back to the A-level. 
there's a difference, but it's not as much as between a D and a B, right? And right. then the difference between the A's is not, I haven't experienced enough to say like, oh yeah, this is something that I'm willing to invest in. Sure. I mean, that, that's fair. That, that's where I would say go, if you're actually like genuinely interested, then go to different coffee shops, go to different roasteries and try what they have. And I think that the more that you try, the more you'll realize the the vastness of it. And yeah, that, that's basically how we became so into it is that we we just hit up all these different coffee shops and we, and we realized like, oh my gosh, there are so many great beans out there. And yeah, that's how we, I, I don't know, the, the more that you're exposed to it, the more that you'll realize that, that there really is depth to it. And I mean, yeah, it, it just depends, again, how satisfied you are. Because for, for the longest time, I was pretty satisfied with that, like, B, you know, the B level. Yeah, it, it, I, I tell people, I, I went out to Oregon uh, one year uh, with, with one of our mutual friends. And we went out there, and I tried coffee out there. And it was the first time where I tasted all of the actual flavor notes in the coffee and they were so vibrant and so almost literally tangible, like on my tongue, I could, I could taste exactly what was written on the bag that I was like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. And so I, I would say ever since then it's challenged me to try to replicate that, not only to try to find it in other coffee shops where, where I go, but, even in, in my own home. It, it was something that like piqued my interest enough for me to actually want to invest in it, you know, on a, on a pretty substantial fi- financial level as well. Do you do mail order coffee? Uh, we did uh, for a little bit, um, but yeah, it, it, it felt almost more, more like cheating. I don't know. I sort of like the hunt of finding an actual coffee shop, you know? And so when, when you can just sit behind your, your computer and just sort of pick and choose what, whatever bag you want, I don't know. It, it like, loses the, the thrill of the chase for me. So I don't care about that. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh Send it to me. Right. I mean, it's just fun to experience new coffee shops, too. So Yeah. Well, I mean, for the diversity of the bag, though, it's totally worth it. Like, I, I would definitely do those subscription subscription sites because, yeah, you you really do get some pretty interesting coffee. I might have to do that then. I think that yeah. might be my next step. You were definitely the right person for this segment. And I mean, that that's just also like my my personality too. Like, I I don't have like a broad range of interests or hobbies, but. If I if I'm intrigued by it, then I I invest pretty heavily into it. I mean, I think that's the I think that's the right way to look at it. Like when you say you're spending fifteen to twenty bucks on a bag every week, I'm thinking, wow, like sixty to eighty bucks a week for or a month just just for coffee is like right. You know, I don't know how much people spend on groceries a, a month, but I mean, that's a coffee your coffee section of that the grocery bill is pretty significant i would think yep but if it's a hobby also and it's you know good food and it's energy and yeah. it's something you and adrian do together and, and it's check, hitting all these check boxes right i don't think that 
you're that's the you're the first person that I come across, and I'm sure there's more out there, but you're the first person in my life that has looked at coffee from all those different angles and said this one thing can meet all these different needs in my life. Right. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like when when we go on vacation, typically we're we're going out to see like people that we know. But then the, the secondary factor is us finding coffee shops. So it, it's a pretty fun and pretty engaging hobby. Yeah, super accessible too, right? I mean, yeah, right. It's, it's little, I mean, yeah, co- coffee so is everywhere. Yeah, I like how you hit that. I like how you did that. I feel like I wasn't sure what, what level you were going to come in at with your advice, but I feel like you hit the low level, medium level, and high level advice. So that's, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I feel like anybody yeah. that drinks coffee would get something out of that. I may have to go. I may have to get Nicola, get her a Kalita for her birthday this year. Yeah, it's a good idea. That's that's too what I think. Like, if somebody's like, oh, I don't know if I want to spend 150 bucks, it's like, well, just wait till Christmas or your next birthday right. or whatever. Yeah, and for you, sure. I mean, you always need those 30 to 50 dollar gifts. Yep. That your parents or spouse can get you. Or what do you want for your birthday or whatever? Christmas. Yeah. Easy stuff. And then I think too, because you know, I mean, 20 bucks for a bag of coffee is not. I don't know. It depends how much money you make, I guess. But it's a substantial cost. So. I feel like I can. You could always throw those in for. Those are always good gifts to give people for Mother's Day, for your yeah. anniversary, for birthdays, what, whatever. All the little things. If you had a spouse that liked coffee, you could be like, "Hey, Valentine's Day, here's a nice, nice bag of coffee that I found." No, that's good. That that's always our go-to uh, gift. Gift list. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, whenever someone asks, we we always say coffee. So nice. Yeah, it's true. I gotta run. All right. Thanks for sharing. That was yeah. That was helpful. Sweet. Alright, see you man, have a good one. Alright, we'll see ya. That's it for today's episode. Hope you got something out of it. If you did get something out of it and you are thinking to yourself, man, I would really love to do something to thank these guys for this episode and for transforming my coffee experience forever, then I have some ideas for how you could do that. The first is to go on iTunes and leave us a rating or review. And if you are thinking, uh, it's too much pressure, it would take too much time for me to leave a whole review or I have to type out my thoughts and opinions about this podcast, that's totally fine because ratings are also helpful. So all you have to do for rating is go to iTunes, find our podcast, and click a star rating, one through five. We would obviously prefer a five, but I suppose if you would like to be fully honest with us and give us less than that, that would be cool too. Literally all it takes is one tap of your thumb to do that for us. So if you could, that would be fantastic. Also, we'd like to ask you this week to think of two people that you think might enjoy our show and tell them about it. Either text them, send them a Facebook message, Instagram message, whatever you'd like to do. Send them a message, share our podcast with them so that more people can listen to it. Think of it as your random act of kindness for the day, either to the person you're sending it to or or just to us. Uh, <laughs> that would be good too. So thanks so much for listening. We'll see you again next time and enjoy your next cup of coffee. I don't care about that. (laughs) It sounds like pretty pretentious. A lot like coffee snobbery. Where like when I have beer, I'm like, oh man, 